How's it going, everybody? This is the Level With You Show, episode of 51. I am hosting this week. My name is Anthony Duar, and I am joined today by the Phantom producer, Tyler Adley. Hey. He's above me. And the Dominican Bakugo, Kenny. What's up? What's up? How's it going, guys? And last but certainly not least, the man with the plan who's been working harder than ever, Wiley Olmstead, who's now on my <laughs> left. Hey, At least with my camera. It's, it's completely Thanks. completely different on stream, though. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm down here, man. Oh, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think it's different for everybody. Yeah. That's true, yeah. I just have you get squished in the corner on my uh, Discord menu, but uh, if anything, it makes us feel like we're even closer together, even though we are practicing social distancing still. Um, if you didn't know, this is a weekly video game co- the weekly video game podcast where we talk about, <laughs> you guessed it, video games. You nailed it. You nailed it. What could I say? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How How are you guys? It's it's been another week. Uh, another another week of me sleeping in all day. I don't have a sleep schedule. Uh, I go to bed at six a.m. now. I wake up at five p.m. Uh, my life's a mess. I'm getting fat. I'm stinky. Mm, uh, you know, usual. Yeah, same. definitely putting on a few pounds. Uh, yeah, I was like snacking all the time. I feel like today was it's the hard. first day that I I've still been going on like a jog every day. Like a, a or most days today I didn't because I decided to actually get a bunch of work done. Um, that's that's good though. You're doing more than I am. You're 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 walking most days. You're working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's more than I get to say. Yeah. Um. You know I've been doing this home delivered meals thing or meals on wheels as most people know it a couple times a week and I'm doing that tomorrow again and and on Thursday and mm-hmm. that makes me feel good and gets me out of the house and prevents me from staying up late and um destructive behavior so very true <laughs> yeah, exactly. hell yeah yeah that's awesome man so you just didn't you just start meals on wheels is that this earlier yeah, last week so my company where I work um our agency i should say they mm-hmm. are all about helping the elderly of the community um for in a myriad of different ways and one of the departments is the nutrition department and they're the ones that um you know prepare and distribute the meals and they've, they've had a huge uptick in um people needing meals because their personal care workers aren't working because of coronavirus fears so um I'm what I do is I follow them in my car with like a bunch of frozen meals that they can't fit in their car. And Mm -hmm. I'm, and it's supplemental to the meals that they're already getting. Um, And some of them, they're only getting the frozen meals. Uh, Mm -hmm. But anyway, it it breaks up the day. And for sure, you get out, it's nice to take a drive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fresh air. For sure. Yeah, I've I've been trying to get out and for a run the other day for the first time and nice today right before the show i did some uh ring fit adventure yeah there so you go i'm gonna try and start getting to more of a routine either running outside or doing something mm. with ring fit or exercises in the backyard or something like that for sure that's, I, need, uh, I need to keep myself definitely. occupied i made a little i made like a coffee table for the basement with some scrap Ooh. wood yesterday that's cool. Oh, yeah. Did you sand it down and stuff, or like, how did you make it? You just like, I would have just thrown yeah, it. Yeah, I, I screwed a bunch of pieces together and made the top and sanded it, stained it, and now I've just been putting coats of polyurethane to finish it off. Nice. What a handy it's a good project. Yeah, that's yeah, a good project. Try to be. <laughs> try to try to be. 
and uh, Caitlin's got her some vegetables, like a little seedlings started. Mm-hmm. So she's got some sprouts coming up. Uh, getting ready for the garden bed that we put together a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she made the mistake of leaving the. So for a while, like some of some of the seedlings like grew like really fast, and they were like outside in the porch area, so the cats couldn't get them. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up bringing them inside for a little while, and put them in the bedroom. But she left the door open one day, uh, and the cats must have got in, just like chewed them up. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Those little devils! Did yeah. they eat all the seeds? Uh, I mean, so they, I mean, the ones that were sprouted, there was like, like I think that it was squash. They were kind of like bigger, like sprouts, and like had big leaves on them. They didn't mm-hmm. really touch those ones, but I think we had a uh, some cauliflower sprouts coming up too, and those are just like super like thin, like little stringy things. Cats yeah. just like ate all those. Damn. Those little shits. Yeah. All I learned from planting, I learned from Stardew Valley. So yeah. just like <laughs> visualizing the eight bit cauliflowers and being like, oh, that's gonna be worth some serious cash. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be worth I forget in Stardew Valley, did you have to like harvest moon dump them off into a uh like a box outside your house so the guy would come pick them up and like yeah, sell them exactly for you and get the cash for it? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yep. I, should, I do yeah. want to get that, or not get that. I want to start playing that again, because I remember that being very relaxing. It's so good, and it's really so much better than Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> because I, you can actually play the game. I, mm. I was talking to Tyler earlier. I haven't. I don't think I've touched Animal Crossing in like a week. Yeah, yeah you guys, I, I'm glad that Elena's getting her money's worth out of that, or my money's worth out of it, but um, <laughs> it's... Uh, I, I, You know, there is a new update coming in a few days, and hopefully that will add some stuff that'll make it me want to return um and i'm not totally turned off i've just been super super into final fantasy 7 uh hell yeah so Mm -hmm. that's i haven't really been wanting to play anything else board i can approve yeah that's Mm -hmm. how i felt with persona yeah just getting into it that's crazy so you yeah you already beat that which is that's nuts beat persona royal that is crazy that's crazy 125 hours and you average it out that you had played six hours per day <laughs> yeah, since it came out. Since that's the 31st, nuts. yeah. Because I played wild. Final Fantasy VII Remake for like four and a half hours yesterday, and that felt like my longest gaming session in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure on, I think on this past Saturday, Caitlin had gone up to go see, like drive by one of her friend's house for her birthday. I'm pretty sure I played for like <laughs> ten hours that day. <laughs> nice. Wow. <laughs> when the girls are away, the mice will play. <laughs> What's up with you, Kenny? I know you've been playing, Kenny, and I'm very excited to start talking about it. Well, I've been playing the smorgasbord of things, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing everywhere. I've gotten to my fifteenth winning war zone. Nice. In a row. Like, at this point in time, I feel like I'm a pro. You know. Dude, sign sign <laughs> okay. up. Start looking for a team. I've got a, I got a thousand kills in total, more than a thousand kills. I got fifteen wins. I got my fifteenth win today, um, and it's been, it's been it's been nuts with that. Um, I did start playing Hearthstone again, yeah. and I was mopping the floor with Anthony. The other yeah, he night. crushed me. He crushed <laughs> me the other night. Like no lie, he took my face and just went. <laughs> Wow. You killed wow. me, man. It was good, though. Those were fun matches. Yo, those were fun matches. Had that one match that was, like, neck and neck the whole mm-hmm. time. Was that the Demon Hunter one? 
well, yes, the last Demon Hunter one and the ma my mage against your Demon Hunter one. That yeah. was like neck until you went off at the end. Yeah, when I was able to pull out. Because when you get those, like, Demon Hunter is so OP with the outcast. You have those, like, that one legendary when you play whatever card on the side of your hand. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that doing, like, draft decks or something? Just just some friendies. Um, friendies with basic decks. Um, so that was that was fun. Um, yeah. I I also very randomly started, just decided, I was like, let me hop on the Game Pass on my PC and see what I can install that's not that's there, that's not on my Xbox one. Mm -hmm. I, for the heck of it, installed because it was, you know, very point and click. Um, Stranger Things 3, the game. Ah, I was always intrigued. I was intrigued by that back in the summer when that came out. What do you think? Yep. So, I, um, boring. Boring. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So extremely boring. That's after that TV show, right? Yeah. It, it's so it's practically followed. No, it's another thing called Stranger Things season three. Not related. Yeah. To <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never watched it. <laughs> it, it follows the season, the, the season three, and kind of adds in filler in between. Mm -hmm of the story and, and you know i like the eight bit you know characters but it's very bland and boring you know like the gameplay gameplay wise so i was like Ugh. i'm like this is getting uninstalled yeah um i did pre-install gears tactics so i'm excited for that next okay. week that comes out on is on pc or on the xbox PC next Tuesday. PC first. It will eventually <laughs> come to Xbox. Um, I don't know if they have a date yet. I know that this thing's out today, but I don't have the money to buy it. Um, XCOM um, Chimera Strike or whatever that's called. Yeah, brand new XCOM. Okay, a super surprised uh, announcement that we talked about on the show last week. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's got any earlier word of mouth or not, but yeah. cool yeah, that yeah. that just shadow dropped out of nowhere. That's sweet. Yeah, it was, it was today I was like, okay, um, mm -hmm. but I didn't pick it up. Um, yeah, honestly, between that and painting the game room, as you guys can see, yeah, it looks, looks good. Nice. I mean, I'm oh, I'm also it, the, the I background. So small, okay, yeah. I, I couldn't tell. Oh, cool. Mainly because you you have such a, you have a lot of a light illuminating your room. I can't really, but I do like the yeah. dark uh, dark walls. That's what I'm, I was going for the dark wall so that everything else pops out of it. Mm -hmm. It's good call. Yeah. Dude. Hell yeah. You guys uh, been watching the new Michael Jordan movie or miniseries? Nope. You guys did though, right? You watched the. Uh, I watched the first one last night. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes on. When the first yesterday. Yeah, I think that's all that's out actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's two. I'm not sure how many episodes there are going to be, but. I think it's every Sunday they're putting out one or two from here on. Eight. Out. It's like an eight to ten part se um, series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I it's didn't realize. Cool. So it's it's created by ESPN and and Netflix. It said. I th I think like at the beginning of the each episode it says it's like a ESPN and Netflix production, mm, which kind of like shocked me because like because ESPN is owned by Disney. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe. It would have gone on like Disney Plus or something, unless it's like too mature for Disney Plus. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know if they have to separate that. Is it? Well, just I think I think what it's gonna go on afterwards is the ESPN Plus. How Wiley was asking, mm. because mm. most of the most of the thirty for thirty. This is just one big thirty for thirty. Um, that's a ten part series. 
but I'm pretty sure it's only going to get dropped there, you know, on ESPN Plus. I don't see it. I I could see it maybe, uh, even though it's a Netflix, you know, done by Netflix as well. But that's going to be interesting if it, it's dropped on Netflix as well. There, there might be some exclusivity. Let it drop and then ESPN Plus for like three months and then onto Netflix afterwards. Yeah. What did you think of the first episode, Wiley? Uh, I enjoyed it. It definitely was nostalgic for me. I was a big Jordan fan, and it's funny. I wish I knew where it was, but when I was over at my parents on, at Easter, they gave me two tank tops that I had when I was a kid that they found somewhere. One that, oh, that's awesome. One just says Chicago 23, and the other is Los Angeles, and it has a number eight. So it's like old school Kobe <laughs> and Jordan nice. stuff that I was wearing 20 years ago. Um, sick. But yeah, I uh, was pretty drunk when I watched it, so I don't remember a lot of it. But <laughs> best way to be, man. Best way to watch it, man. <laughs> but I thought it was good. I, I'm definitely gonna keep watching it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I think I like the second episode better than the first episode. I mean, the first episode really just kind of laid the the groundwork for it, mm-hmm. and the second episode actually goes more into like Scotty Pippen as well. Cody Pippen, Scotty. Scotty being the backbone of that team, I know. Mm-hmm. Without Scotty, there'd be no championships. And how that's, he was severely under it. underpaid and undervalued. Woo! Was he really? Yeah, yes. seven seven years, a seven year contract with the Bulls. I think he made thirteen million dollars. Am I correct? Oh, uh, Eleven or thirteen, he, something like that. I think it was like eighteen million or something. something. Um, but but he was he was the like hundred like the one hundred and seventeenth highest paid player in the league at the time holy wow. shit and then, and, and then when you look at that season the 96 season that last last championship they won scotty led the team in every category at set four points per game wow, wow. crazy he led, he led the team in assist in assist average in in rebounds blocks and steals but not the but not the points because jordan had the points mm-hmm Wow, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It was like crazy to like hear all that in this in the that series. Crazy. But he went on. He went on to finesse the what was it? The Rockets and Portland for seventy million dollars after afterwards. So he made his money. Wow. Okay. After okay. he left but the yeah, books, he, did, he didn't retire right away. Nope. Um, it is crazy how everything just fell apart, just like the Warriors did this year. Um, after Jordan left. You'd be surprised. Warriors fell apart, but I feel like they they're about to have the first number one draft pick. You know, they trade that away and they get a top pick, and it's a, it's a done deal. Uh, they they can trade that away for a superstar and put that around the core that they have already. And they have. I'm what? saying they not they can't make a comeback, and I'm just saying that they were like last in the league this year, which was pretty shocking to see. Oh yeah, definitely after like multiple what four or five finals appearances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then again, those fucking those those ridiculous injuries—the hand injury to Steph Curry, which was kind of just freakish how it happened. Mm-hmm. Clay was still out with the Achilles, with the Achilles tear. The um Durant left, so of course he wasn't a main core from the beginning, but he was biggest piece other than Steph Curry. Of course. Then, and then I would say the unsung hero that got left, that got traded away, Andre Iguodala. Iguodala yeah. for that team. And he was my favorite player on the team, for sure. 
you know who was my like very like third favorite player on the team? Sean Livingston. He doesn't get a lot of credit. That man's career almost ended after a tragic leg injury. Right. Oh, yeah, I knew about that. He was able to bounce back from that and practically be the seventh option on a championship team with the Warriors because he he was pivotal on coming in off the bench with that second unit. And I like how we're just a basketball podcast. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being but said, Anthony, it's time to rein us in. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to play basketball. I'm sorry. I'm just sitting over here looking at all the new games that are coming out this week. And by that, I mean like one, uh, at least that I'm interested in. Trials of Man is coming out on Friday uh, for the Switch Ooh. and PS4, which is pretty cool, the 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know everybody's uh, really looking forward to Hunting Simulator 2. Uh, that's coming out. In that's the, that's a brand, the brand new Trials of Mana. Yeah, yeah, the um, remake of it, because it was mm-hmm. uh, the original we got ported on the Switch with the collection of Mana, or digital on PS4 as well. Right, right. And what we were talking about a couple, yeah, like a month or so, maybe a couple months ago now, was the uh, wonderful 101 remaster, and that's coming out May 19th. Mm-hmm. I, know, I, was, I, was, I was super bummed. Once you guys started talking about Fantasy Star Online, I immediately went mm-hmm. to game pass for pc or, or xbox for, for pc and I, I tried to find it and it wasn't on there and then i had to look it up and like man it's not coming to pc till next month <laughs> really that's wild i yeah. thought they'd have it by now i mean it did also just i think like maybe a couple months ago release on the xbox one and that was yeah. something i didn't even know released until i saw it was like an ad before I mean, a youtube video yeah it's, it's been in japan for the longest time since like 2014 yeah. or something but it's yeah it's huge over there so that's, that doesn't surprise me but that's been a lot of fun like when i played it i know kenny started playing it uh, you get what you you chose the brawler. That's the, the brawler. So the brawler card. actually is a is almost like a balance class. So mm-hmm. that one is you can you can swap between a couple weapon sets. So you mm-hmm. have he's able to play. He, he's able to do damage long range, but he's also able to come in close and do some damage up close. Mm-hmm. So it all depends on like what the situation mitigates. Um, you can switch to some weapons and you know deal some damage. That's awesome. Yeah, I chose the like a uh, ten-year-old game, right? That's now just available in the U.S. for the first time. Yep, the uh, second. It's like I don't know. They're calling it Fantasy Star Online too, because I guess the first one they've had a bunch of them before, but they kind of went off. I guess there were spinoffs. The first one was on uh, original Dreamcast, and then it got ported to GameCube, original Xbox. It's like the only GameCube online game. Exactly, and uh, then there was a bunch that I uh, when I got into the series was on the PSP. Me and my uh, old buddy from high school used to play them they had like fantasy star portable one it was portable two then there was one for the original ds that had online functionality for nintendo wi-fi um and then it kind of fell off after that until this was like the newest one that i've heard about yeah it was sort of surprising to see it at uh prominently featured at microsoft's e3 conference last year yeah it was like Mm -hmm. fantasy star online two coming to xbox it was just sort of out of the left field moment but oh for sure people happy they keep they keep trying to appeal to the Japanese audience and hey, as long as I get some more anime games on the Xbox, I'll be happy, a happy man. I agree, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's definitely, uh, it seems like it's a lot more fun with friends because the environments that's not like a typical MMO, it's kind of like a more action oriented rather than you sitting in kind of like hotkeying skills, like I'll oh, press one, two, three. Uh, typical like World of Warcraft order is, is you actually can run, you run around, you slash, yep. you dodge, you it's have, all you have your dodge, and it's like a lot more. Real time, you know, mm-hmm. you got enemies right up into your face. 
Yeah, I'm excited to play when we uh, check it out together. I'm excited to do quests because I haven't done it with a uh, a real person. You can take like a CPU with you, which is kind of cool. So you're not like totally alone. Okay. But it's interesting. Yeah, I, I think it. I just finished the I just finished the prologue. Yeah, that's what I went to. I think I did the prologue and then one mission after that. And like I I found like a random group because I think if you want to do stuff, they match up with random people. Okay. All right, fine. I'll go buy an Xbox. <laughs> go buy an Xbox. <laughs> I know you feel left out with all that we talk about Game Pass. <laughs> it is. I do have to say, Game Pass was probably. I'm really glad I went back and got a the subscription to it, and I've been downloading stuff. I think I did downloaded a bunch of. Uh, I was talking to Pat the other night, and I downloaded State of Decay. Yeah. To, I still got to check that out. It's the Juggernaut edition now. It's yeah. Been a a big update to it. So, so what they, is, I like that. I put like twenty hours into that when it first dropped. Uh, is it a single player game? Like what? It, like what? So about that it? you could play play together. Like so, if you have it downloaded, I can install it. We could play it. Technically, Tyler had it installed, and we were playing it at his house at one point. But like, <laughs> um, just trying it out. But that's what hmm. we could play together, and it has like a small story to it, right? Right, Wiley. Mm-hmm. Um, there. Well, the, the one that I played did not, but I'm pretty sure that that's been uh added to it um because it, it was very basic it was like it's the zombie apocalypse you're out you you choose one of three sort of archetypes um personality wise uh you like you choose their backstory and mm-hmm. you essentially are just let loose in this small open world you know not very small but uh it's mm-hmm. very resource management heavy you gotta like you know your gas runs out of your car very annoyingly quickly um, you know, ammo source sources are pretty rare. Um, permadeath for all your characters. So if, if you die, you just you move on to uh, another person in your survivor group. Wow. Um, and you can switch off with between survivors back at your camp, right? Yes. Yeah. Nope. That's wild. Because they get tired or injured and stuff, and they have to like rest in the infirmary and. Or, yep. You gotta uh, you gotta keep morale up in the camp and things like that. It's like what you're saying. Whether yeah, they're, they're happy or satisfied or even hungry or thirsty, the camp is. If there's not enough food, then the camp can, you know, run. Yeah, be like the morale will go down and be like, oh, people are hungry because you your your food production isn't keeping up with the intake. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so <laughs> yeah. So it's and then the zombies can be you know a little little trying to kill. Yeah. I don't. I know me and Tyler we were rolling around just killing zombies um for an hour one time. Mm-hmm. But that one did seem like it had a storyline to it, right, Tyler? When we were playing it? Like uh, we, we were like trying to find our characters like dad who they haven't seen in twenty years. Yeah, I can't really remember. I know it, I know it like randomly populates like the whole world for you and stuff like yep. that with like each new playthrough. That's cool. Yeah, so it definitely had like a small, small storyline, story quest that you were following. You were just moving forward mm-hmm. and it was like, go here and talk to these people about Bob. And then you went to this house and helped them clear out the house of the zombies that were there and ask about Bob. And they'd be like, well, Bob hasn't been here in three weeks. <laughs> I don't know where Bob is. Oh, yeah, right. That's nuts. That sounds pretty cool, though. So Kenny, Kenny, how's your persona adventure going? It's going, man. It's going. I honestly, I feel at the moment I've power level leveled a little too much, and I am flying through the casino. 
Well, okay, like you always do. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I think I am currently level fifty-four. Oh, nice. Fifty-four in the box of the casino, mm-hmm. and everything yeah. just feels too easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're inside. You like, the well, and one of the palace. one of the one of the personas that I fused, um, Anzu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he has. I his his agility is so high, so Joker always attacks first. And I practically have almost every affinities, like all attack, medium, medium damage, all attack, like all, all enemy attack on him. So I almost have to switch. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, you're, you're, you're weak against um, dark. I have this attack here. Don't need to switch my persona. So it's like I'm, I'm running through enemies, and I have so many SP recoveries that uh, it's like I'm, I'm like being frugal with with just using my 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 attacks i'm like whatever go ahead yeah just go nuts going all out with it mm-hmm. yeah so I, think I, I think i ended the game at like level 85 or something like that nice i'm i'm actually super excited i saw i know you were talking about the third semester and that had me like ah like that actually you were talking about how great the third semester was and immediately afterwards the next time i was in mementos i didn't start from the beginning Nice. Good job. So you like, speed it up. I was like taking too much fucking time. I gotta speed this up. I gotta get this semester. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But the, the, Reaper, that point. the Reaper is still on my ass almost every other time I'm in the in mementos. Uh, I might I might be just rolling around too slow or taking too much time, but he's on me like white on rice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not ready for you. And I did just, you uh you see me you... run away into my platform and then hop on and go to the, the floor above me? <laughs> did you do you um uh is the the exploit for it still in royale when you fight him or no. when you go to mementos during pollen season or what or flu season i forget they got rid of that yeah i was gonna say because yeah. that was like the big exploit in the first one yeah i exploited the crap out of out of the mm-hmm. reaper i went in pollen season i'm like ha 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 he died in five turns i got the achievement <laughs> yep. so what is it it's immediate it's like five turns because i didn't do it so he gets the, he gets despair which mm-hmm. despair makes it so that five turns after like they die, like after oh, wow. they automatically die. Um, so he automatically starts the match with despair, and he won't even attack you on his turn. Like he'll he just he'll just be hanging there, like you know, oh he's yeah. in despair. And then you don't really need it. You could just guard for five straight turns, and boom, he's dead. That's what. Yeah, I, I don't think I even ran into him once after my whole first. No, the first survive. the first time around, man, I did the exact same thing I'm doing here. Like I was powering level, powering level. Mm-hmm barely ran into him i feel like now like you try to power you try to hang out in my mentals too long reaper reaper just kind of turning the corner like and i when i see him it's like so random like he's not even popping up in my map and then i don't know i'm like oh i'm about to take this right the reaper like <laughs> i never hit him in persona originally i never ran into him in royal wow look at that i'm doing something wrong because i'm bumping into the reaper every other play every other day that's probably just you know you're taking your time, but it gives you the yeah. warning because you start hearing the chains, like the audio. Maybe, cue. maybe, I, maybe I'm missing the chains. Um, sometimes mm. I'm on the opposite <laughs> party talk, talking to people also, so uh, that yeah. might be I'm, miss, I'm missing the cues. I like do you have do you, uh, that, but... you have the ability that if you're uh if you're a higher level than the enemies of Mementos, you can just like run into them and I'll just like mm-hmm. automatically give you experience and money. 
Yeah. So that's what I do when I start from the beginning. I just hold on <laughs> the, the 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 R two, and I'm just running through enemies, the shadows, and I'm yeah. like, oh, you're. Um, I've actually all, got in. I've oh, got in my um my experience in mementos up to so now I have <laughs> get 140 percent experience in mementos, and mm-hmm. I get like 11 items every single time I go over one of the item things. So it's like I, I'm, at this current time, I just spent a, a good chunk of my money on like new equipment for my for all the characters, uh, and I'm still at a million yen. Wow. I mean, I don't yeah. like. Per, I don't even think that's like even worth it. Like, if I were you, if you like, you really want the experience, I would just go for like put it all into the experience because like, nah. like I like I ended up getting like so much money just from those like. I, I probably still put some into money as well because when you run yeah. into people, the lower leveled ones, you're still gonna get more money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of like the armor and stuff too. Like, you get like the best armor by doing like the laundry and stuff like that. So you never really need to like buy armor. Um, mm-hmm. Or if I, you have I the confidence, the strength confidence maxed out, you can purchase those good personas. Mm-hmm. Because because I skipped doing laundry to focus on confidants, like mm-hmm. so all my spare time that is not palace. That's why you got to get Kawakami maxed out so you can have her do laundry. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I forgot that you could call her and do so she could do laundry. So I yep. called her to do. I forgot all about laundry in this game. With the the, the master coffee. So she makes my master coffee, mm-hmm. uh, which gives me back a hundred SP. So she, you know, I, right, I, right, I right. every night I call her so she could do that, and mm-hmm. if not that, then whenever there's, there's some leftover curry I, uh, ingredients, I'll have her do the curry. So I I call her for that, but I forgot I could call her for the for the laundry. For the yeah. laundry, I just sell. I either I sell all the you know the armor like the dirt armor at the secondhand store. Mm-hmm. Make money like that also because. I'm also customizing all the weapons. Like I'm trying to, you know, like all my guns, I'll, I'll customize them with the big, with the strongest receiver, mm-hmm. so that it's doing more damage instead of anything special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd max out the uh, the strength confidant there if you have a bunch of money. Because what you can do is when you max out the strength confidant, you can pay to summon personas that are a higher level than you. And certain personas, when you do that ability, you get whatever to break them down or explode them into weapons. Those that's how you get the legendary weapons for each character. Mm-hmm. I know. I got for a while. I was I spent like um half of the game for a while with the the weapon for Joker that I get from itemizing um arson. Yeah. Which one's that? Is that a gun or a knife? It's a knife. Okay. So I itemized Arsene and I got that. So for a while, like that was his best, was best melee, melee weapon for Joker. That's awesome. Oh, I didn't know that. I really played around with that. So I instantly, I was like, ah, it was like, oh, itemize a, uh, itemize a persona. I'm like, ah, let's try Arsene. Fuck it. Let's see what we got for him. And I was mm-hmm. like, shit. Like, I would equip that one right away. And I think I did the first three, four palaces like that. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah, yeah no, I, can't, uh, I can't wait till you get to the the extra content at the end. It's like it's a I solid know. probably like fifteen, twenty hours of like extra wow. story added to it. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. It, it adds such a cool twist. Like I like I was not expecting it to go go there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it had to have something to do with like the the new characters, obviously, but of course. So yeah, cool. because my my thought process is definitely gonna have something to do with the counselor. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, I know you don't spoil anything for me, but I know it's. I feel as though the third semester is going to be heavy on him because of the interactions with him. Mm-hmm. You know, because his interactions are kind of weird. Um, if anybody, if I feel like if anybody was going to have a palace in the third semester that we, I was going to have to infiltrate, it would be the counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm. I'm sitting at. You know, I'm wait. Can't wait to see it. Um. So I, I'm actually good that been diving in. I feel like I've been juggling. Like whenever I'm not on Warzone, I am on Persona. And sometimes, like I know up until you beat it, I jump on and I'm like, oh, Tyler must be getting off because it'd be like 10:30 at night, and now it'd be it'd say Tyler was playing Persona, and I'm like, oh, he'll he's getting off soon. I'm like, I'm gonna put in my hours from now until like two in the morning playing Persona. <laughs> I was able to max out all of the confidants. Oh, nice. I wow. actually messed up. Um, no, I think I have, there's like two trophies that I need. One of them is like defeat the Reaper. Another one is like uh, fully change uh, mementos, which I think is just like maxing out yeah. like experience it's items. Only. Yeah. Wow. Snaps and doing that. Um, the Reaper, you could practically, I think, to wash the Reaper right now because the Reaper is they record is a recommended level sixty mm-hmm. that, that you need at least to be able to fight them. And if you're eighty eighty five, you could wash you could have washed them. Yeah. Wow. Um. Oh, and also in, within the new the new content, there's a whole new uh bad ending as well, which was which was really interesting. <laughs> That's nuts. So it's a whole. Did, like... you bump, did you bump into the bad ending? Yeah, I, I selected it the, the first time I got the option to. Oh, <laughs> that's I just awesome. to see it. <laughs> was it okay. satisfying? Satisfyingly bad? Yeah, it was pretty satisfying. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. I see. For me, I'm just so I hate it because I want to be more into it. But like, if I'm like, oh, I want to get all the endings, but I hate. I sit there and I cringe and I'm like, oh, I don't want to end this way. Oh, I'm so invested in these characters. Mm-hmm. But it was like the the bad ending for Persona Four is just funny because you just. Like, I mean, you, you you like ride out on a train and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just like, okay. Yeah, he like looks up at the screen and smirks at you. and it's all crazy Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, did you beat uh, 4 or did you see the cutscenes? Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the bad ending of per, the original bad ending in Persona 5. Oh, yeah, no, no. This is for 4. It was just like you ride a train out of town and you like look out the window and you're like, oh, whatever. Like you kind of just give up on because the whole like thing for Persona Four <laughs> is just leaving and uh, or you're trying to find some like serial killer and then you just like or like oh, I give up halfway through mm-hmm. and then you leave town you're that like sorry I'm leaving semester right. and then the guy like sits outside the train and like when you go by it he's like it's crossroads and he's just sitting there he's like he smiles and then that's it like <laughs> yeah. oh, okay <laughs> we've got we've got Mayor of All BQ in the chat saying Persona is a dangerous game it got it got it nearly got me into liking jazz. Checking jazz. Ooh, nearly. You should like jazz. Jazz is tight, man. Oh, totally. Persona definitely got me into like wanting to hear more of that type of music. Mm-hmm. It was great. Really I was thinking about how you were playing it at your wedding. The couple. Oh of yeah, weeks. I did have last surprise at my wedding. <laughs> it was that was yeah. a good rendition of it too. It wasn't straight from like the game. It was like the uh, I think it was in, what the insane and the rain remix. It was uh, the, like the the. No, I think it. I I know that we shared that. But I think it was the soundtrack version. That yeah, it was good either way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was thinking yeah, I we were taking photos at the time and it started playing. And I was like, oh, I want to go dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got P5 Dancing All-Stars. Have you, have you touched that lately, Tyler? 
You did the no, dancing game? I only played the demo. Yeah, well, that's true. I I beat I played all the songs in in the in the part five one. I haven't started yeah. four or three. Yeah, but that was that was amazing. Honestly, just to just to hear the songs, I don't mm-hmm. care. Like I spent hours because of how good the music was. Yeah, just in it. That's how I feel about rolling around. How uh have you been liking FF seven, Wiley? You said you're, okay. you're pretty far in that now. I've been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I've been pretty much loving it. Um, mm-hmm. I. Last week, I guess I was a few chapters in. Now I'm at chapter 15. I want to mm. say that the game has somewhere in the, the high teens, so I, I'm nearing the end. Um, chapters 8 and 9 are you and... You know, I'm going to get... I'm not going to spoil any uh, story stuff. Okay. Um, I mean, I I've, I've played the games. I've played the original, so I kind of know exactly what's going to happen, like, except for the twist that they the made into 7. So, But yeah, I want to spoil it for like, those two either. I think the game does a fun job of switching up your your core party. Um, mm-hmm. There's times in the game where you're only Cloud, or you're uh, you know you start off with only you and Barrett, and then mm-hmm. there's a pretty long section where it's only you and Aerith. And yep. I grew to really love her character. She's a sweetie. Um, she is, and I think that a lot of the the characters give very endearing performances. Garrett, Barrett included, who at first I thought was a little bit too on the nose in his. Mm-hmm delivery and his can't you hear the plan of crying out in pain oh yeah and that's... everything like that uh i like little... that a lot because that's how he was in the original except with uh his dialogue box since he wasn't voiced it was always like you son of a bitch like but like for the swears like old school like it would do like the number the at symbol like all of pretty much just the oh, really? shift key uh <laughs> numbers on your keyboard it'd be in like uh when you're riding the train to go back to the uh, Sector 7 to Tifa's bar the first time. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's because of that fucking pizza. But it's like the gibberish for it. It's... Oh, really? There's, yeah, no, he... uh, there's no fuck in this game, but they do say shit and asshole shit. and mm-hmm. damn and stuff like that quite a bit. It's a hard PG-13. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as I play more, uh, it gets more and more challenging. Uh, it gets the, the combat gets more and more dynamic. Um, you know, you get all these materials that you can equip and you mm-hmm. can pretty much make any character be any sort of build depending on the fight that you need. And you mm-hmm. don't have to swap them around every fight or anything, but if you if you run into a difficult fight where say uh, he doesn't really take much melee damage at all, you can right. change Barrett into somebody that's you know getting low TPS with his gun in the background, but also doing thunder spells frequently and uh, all, all the weapons like are good um, at any point in the game, depending on the situation. Like you don't level out of a weapon um, like you do in many other JRPGs. They are relevant even, you know. Now I'm in nearing the end game. You know, the Buster Sword is still a totally relevant choice, even though it's yep. what you start with. I, and it's nice too because you can re-slot your weapon upgrades too. You can, and what's nice is that if you, whenever you do change your weapon. Uh, it'll automatically say, do you want to reslot your materia from what you have currently equipped? That's so, so nice. It'll just change your base stats, and you don't have to do so much micromanaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the combat is just more than maybe any other J- JRPG I've played. Is, um, it's fun, and it does not wear down the player with its repetitiveness. Um, in fact, you are more often wanting to seek it out than avoid it. Um, because you want to get that chance to to grind a little bit and to get that get that edge, get those SP points. Um, yep. 
and it looks so so good like the the, the section i was playing last night um was just had incredible skyboxes you're you're going you're ascending something the view is just like spectacular oh so you're at that part I, I was really curious to see what they would do for that oh it's so cool. you get to see like how big everything is it is it, yeah oh. and like i think the game actually in a nice homage to the original does have some pre-rendered stuff in it like it had yeah. like some of the backgrounds are pre-rendered just like the original mm -hmm. and i think they do it in a way that is like tasteful but also really like it's impressive blending it with the real-time environments that are in your immediate surroundings and mm -hmm. you know any complaint i have about the game is relatively minor like sometimes you'll uh, i think the game maybe is a little bit too focused on uh, enemies weaknesses like if you just you'll, you'll go into an encounter with an enemy you haven't seen before you do the ability called assess mm -hmm. which you do pretty much on any new enemy and it'll tell you its weakness so it'll tell you maybe some little exploit to, to look out for. And if you don't have any ice materia equipped um, and you're just, you're at a severe disadvantage to if you did. So luckily the game has a retry from last battle and I've only probably done this half a dozen times in my 37-ish hours now, um, but you can just reslot the materia. And you know, that's a very minor gripe. Um, Another thing I will say is the map is not particularly good. Um, no. It's it's a little bit hard to highlight objectives, and I know that Jeff like I, I'm bringing up the map a lot, and the game has no open world areas whatsoever. Like everything is sort of condensed, and I think it, it it's like it's hard to figure out where to go. Like the way that they did the mini map at first was like the Skyrim mini map. And it, I swear it took me like 45 minutes to figure out how to switch it to get just like the mini map on the top, right? So yeah, I was like, that's just, a lot just easier. Hitting L2, you can mm -hmm. switch between the Skyrim type and then the more like the bigger type, which I, I typically keep on. Mm -hmm. um, so some of that side quest stuff can get a little awkward. Yeah, for um, sure. Especially like when you don't know where it's going to be or that's because i usually am confused when i get into an area like oh can i do a side quest here because they do a pretty good job at letting you know that there's some available because it'll just be like the green exclamation point on the map mm -hmm. but I, there's always certain times where the game like kind of makes me second guess where i think i've done all the side quests because they only give you like eight at a time usually if it's a side quest area and that's like between you know maybe four or five chapters a piece and you get to that point you do all the side quests which aren't that many, and then you go to try to progress, and they a character whoever you with stops you and is like, "Hey, are you sure? Do you want to like go do this?" And then yeah. you have the option to, and I'm like, "Okay, no, 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 not yet. I'm gonna go turn around and you check. I check the map, and I'm like, I, I guess there's nothing to do." Which, um, yeah, it, it is weird to have a game that has side quests sort of feel like main quests because mm -hmm. they'll say, "Hey, are you you know you didn't complete all the side quests. You sure you want to go to the next chapter?" Um, which you know, that seems to me like a typical Japanese thing. Like, I don't know. Like, it's a, a very kind of like, hey, I, but that for me, yeah, for me, that, that just kind of says it, it, it. I don't like it because it means you can't go back. It's you're progressing through the story. You're not going to be able to come back to this area later, which I don't like. I, I like in a game where you can go out, explore at your own pace um, when something doesn't push you along too much. I mean, it's good to be pushed because I can sometimes take too long just running around an area trying to explore. But mm -hmm. it's I'd rather have it available later on, like to know I could come back to the area. But that's the only thing I'm kind of still iffy about. Like I'm loving my playthrough and everything. I have the same gripes as you, pretty much. It's the but all the quality of life features are great. All the improvements with the materia and such. 
but the biggest thing to me so far is that there's no area to go and like grind like if i want to go do combat i have to like it's very sparse maybe there's like a couple enemies on like the map if you've been in like a little side quest area before but there's no like okay i can know i can go here to like grind a little bit you're right at a point where you're able to do that if you really want to like um it uh have you been to the coliseum yet i've heard some guys talking about it so i was hoping that that'd be a thing okay cool yeah so i I definitely feel you there um and i think that maybe one of the reasons that they decided to do that is that the side quests are very sort of um character development building um Mm. so early on in the game cloud is a merc who only cares about coin he's essentially Geralt. um And yeah, he's like, I'll do it for the rat press. Yeah. As the game progresses, it, uh, you know, he be, he gets down with Avalanche and is much more of a, less of an asshole. Like earlier in the game, he was such a dick to this one old guy who's like, "Can you please, you know, take it to him?" And he's like, literally a few hundred feet over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the graveyard key thing. He's like, "Can you bring this back?" And you're like, "No." Yeah, that came out of nowhere. I was like, "That doesn't make any sense." I know. I was like, "That that, that seemed a little bit on the nose for like crack crack cloud being a, a money grubber." Like, yeah. Like, I mean, why does he want money so bad? Like, what what is expensive tastes like? You yeah. Know? It, it, I think it was just because it was part of the '90s. Like, oh, I'm the cool lone wolf. Like, I'm hard, but I'm really a, a soft, good guy on the inside. Like, I'm all edgy and I have a mm. big sword and spiky hair. But I like him now, and I really like all the characters uh, for the most part, uh, mm-hmm. especially the ones in the party. And you know, if if the second one gets announced anytime soon, it'll be probably my most anticipated game. Like it, it's for sure, super been really cool to play. Hell yeah, I like that. I can agree. Sweet. Just uh, the second one. We got a question in the Twitch chat um, about Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Uh, um dark sage dark sage is wondering uh let me go back up to it uh he he's saying he's interested in playing the new ghost of tsushima game mainly because the mongols are the main antagonist but with the gaming based around historical accuracy how much uh quote-unquote mongol are we going to get uh studying them in real life there's these, these cruel ruthless and sadistic people who murdered and killed anyone who fought them so i'm a bit worried uh they will either be dumped down or made just into generic villains in this game that's probably what'll happen, depending. I mean, what studio is producing this? Sucker Punch. So Sucker Punch. The, uh, yeah, the they'll probably be more cartoony. I don't know. I mean, Infamous well, cartoon, was, but... got pretty gritty, but yeah, but it'll probably it'll definitely wean more. So I'm sure, like the, they'll probably dumb it down for a broader audience to be like, these are the bad guys. They just kill everybody and they're ruthless, and you gotta stop them because you're the hero. I don't know. I feel as though I, I'm leaning on the other end. I think that if this is the PS4 swan song, I think they're going to go all in. Like, you know, just like do what it is. This is what they are. They're brutal. This is what they did to you and your village or wherever your main characters run. Uh, when you became the ghost, we survived this attack or however it is, right? Um, you know? I could even go as far as implying the read between the lines, like, you know, that they've been raping countless, you know, people across the land yeah. and pillaging and destroying people. Um, I think they're going to go full on ruthlessness. If you're trying to go historical accuracy, you know, with the game, some with some fiction to it, um, yeah, you can't just dumb it down, you know? I think Sucker Punch wants this game to be their 
Last of Us moment. Um, exactly. Spider Man, their Spider Man moment for Insomniac, like, mm-hmm. and not not just in like a, a violent and maturity level, but the three platformers on the PS2: Rash and Clank, Jack and Daxter, and Sly Cooper. You know, from we got Jack and Daxter now they're in The Last of Us. We got classics. Um, Ratchet and Clank, and they just made Spider Man, the best selling Sony game, PlayStation game exclusive of all time. Um, and now Sucker Punch, they they're just right below it with the Infamous series. They're like, you know, we're just that we're just as talented. Our games look just as good. And mm. like Ghost of Tsushima, they've been working on it for five years now. Um, mm. And so I, I think that they will be. I think that they will tell a good story story yeah a good story and i mm-hmm. think it's gonna be incredible there was a story that came out a couple weeks ago that the game's not gonna have waypoints and stuff so oh wow a little bit of breath of the wild inspired there mm, that's pretty yeah. neat i did see that story too yeah but yeah i mean i mean, I'm sure i mean it like in a bad like dumbing down i'm sure it's what they're gonna do is make it for not like appealing i guess or understandable be a little more understandable for like a broader audience like kind of setting things out but it 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 would always be you know good like what the Assassin's Creed series and I don't want to reference that as any point of accuracy is like their <laughs> historical accuracy <laughs> for certain things you know Apple eating and all that I also just put a bunch of tums in my mouth but uh, speaking of historical accuracy you know what's close to that is the news on this week's <laughs> Crossing for News I got a bunch of got a bunch of chalk in my mouth so Wiley you want to start us off with this one if we have yeah, it open sure thing sure thing <laughs> cool. So, somebody we've referenced on the show many times before and has referenced on every gaming podcast. Your boy. The Scoops, the Scoops Master. Uh, Jason Schreier is leaving Kotaku and he's joining Bloomberg News. Not somebody you think about mm-hmm. as, you know, leading in the gaming reporting is sort of like Forbes, but they are been making a name for themselves the past few years. So, speaking to GameIndustry.biz, Schreier said that he'll be joining the technology reporting team at Bloomberg. He will have some flexibility in defining his role, he said, but the games industry will continue to be his focus. That includes the investigative stories on workplace practices and labor issues that made Schreier one of the most visible and influential figures in the games press. Schreier will also be starting a podcast with former Kotaku colleagues Kirk Hamilton and Maddie Myers under the Maximum Fun Media Network. In an interview published today, we spoke to Schreier about his decision to leave uh, Geo Media, Kotaku's parent company, which was established when the private equity firm Great Hill Partners acquired the Gizmodo Media Group in 2019. This was just a series of upheavals since Kotaku was part of Gawker Media, which collapsed in 2016. According to Schreier, there is a widespread lack of faith in Geo's management, which culminated in a mass walkout of staff at Kotaku's sister site Deadspin later last year been really tough working for a company that is run by management in whom trust has been completely eroded, he said. Our union announced a few months ago that we have taken a vote of no confidence in the CEO. 97% voted to have him reviewed, removed. That is not the type of thing you see often. And I think it says uh, a lot about how things have gone since Great Hill bought them. So... It's a big shake and a shake and a move. Yeah, it's definitely a huge, huge loss for Kotaku. I mean, even though I was watching, um, I, I, I watched today. Uh, kind of funny. Did there? We have cool Great friends. Interview. Yeah, with, with Jason. I Shire. watched uh, about fifteen minutes of it, and uh, like he really went. Jason really went in depth about like the entire story behind everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was interesting to hear everything from directly from from his perspective. 
Um, yeah, I can imagine that it's hard to work for a company where the majority of staff has such distrust in management. <laughs> and yeah. Like, like, like his one of his reasons for 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 leaving, and I think people were asking him like, oh, like why did you just start? Like, a why did you leave earlier? Like, why didn't you? Like, he he said he thought like ever since the whole Deadspin stuff, like he kind of seemed like he knew like he want he was going to be leaving he just wasn't sure when um and, and he was looking for work um and i guess he he just recently had a, a, a daughter so like one of the biggest things for him was like health insurance yeah <laughs> so like find, finding somewhere else where he could get health insurance from mm-hmm. i bet he's getting like a triple pay increase too mm-hmm. I, you know, so. I you know that bloomberg has some money to throw around yeah, Which right. We all realized a few months ago when we got text messages to campaign for Mike or whatever. Like, <laughs> that worked out so well. Yeah, right. But um, yeah. yeah, I guess like, what's what? What's your opinion on having him uh, write for a kind of more mainstream media as compared to just like a specific video game outlet? Uh, I don't fault him for it. I think I, he probably would have been pretty. Um, adamant about his terms and he can definitely demand them. He's the most recognizable name in, in games press, uh, at least among those in the know. Um, and you know, he's got his own independent podcast, it seems like with Triple Click. Um, you're continuing to see more mainstream places like the Washington Post and the New York Times and NPR be writing actually decent video game pieces. Um, and covering the news in a in a way that is, you know, deserving of the art form that it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I I it's more just a wait and see approach. I like mm-hmm. you know I I don't. It's not like I go to Bloomberg News on a daily basis or anything. The only time I've ever read their stuff is when I Googled it, and they happen to be, you know, in the first few results. So yeah, we'll, right. We'll I mean, see. like he's still got like all of his fans he's got his followers on, on twitter so i mean he'll he'll be tweeting out his his stories when when he writes them and people will still see it but i think one of the things he touched upon in the interview with greg miller was that um yeah the majority of people aren't going to go to bloomberg to consume their video game industry content yeah <laughs> but when i hear bloomberg i when i hear bloomberg i just think of like this is like a I don't know yawn, <laughs> nothing. But, but, being, but, be, but for a mainstream media outlet like Bloomberg to have a highly recognizable talent like Jason Schreier, um, mm-hmm. only adds to like the entire publication, the entire company. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, that's why it's kind of like like Reggie coming into GameStop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the video game equivalent of like. You know, getting Kevin Durant on the Warriors or something. What's uh, that? Is this is a sports? Yeah, <laughs> earlier in the show. That's sports, Anthony. Man, don't don't worry about it. I got you. Okay, it's good. Perfect, perfect. It's because Durant sounds almost a little bit like my last name. <laughs> Maybe I got a little bit of blood. There's Maybe still not an episode choose. of this podcast up. That's what I've been checking on my phone. It's, uh, I thought it was supposed to come out like. Oh, I think it actually is today. So Jason Schreier. Yeah, his he has a new podcast uh, called Triple Click. Ooh, yeah, you've been talking about that. Have you known about that for a while? Uh, 
you talked about I it last think I, maybe week? i mentioned it in the group chat a few days ago or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that sounds pretty cute so we'll see we'll see what happens all right and speaking of group chats we have xbox one x cyberpunk 2077 bundle coming out it's uh <laughs> now it's launched for what predicted uh june 2020 price not announced uh yeah i love that transition that was great I guess <laughs> everybody's looking at the group is group activity uh you got a controller a la carte at 75 bucks uh there's also a controller charger and an external hard drive 2077 edition period damn exclamation point are you excited yeah. i'm excited i kenny look at that console it's so uh, beautiful yeah, it, does, I, it does look really, really I, cool. I i literally was like i might just buy this console even though <laughs> I don't need another Xbox One, but <laughs> do you have an X or an S? I don't have. I have an S though. The, okay. I got the Gears the Gears Four S. S. Gotcha. So, Xbox S. S. The controller is pretty sexy too. And... It, the controller yes. does look really nice. I almost mm-hmm. bought the controller, and I was like, "Let me stop. I don't need <laughs> up to my twelfth controller. Like I'm just looking over all, <laughs> all my controllers." Tyler was here when he saw my shelf of control Xbox One. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, oh I have... my god. Wow. I, you know how many I have? How many? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got one as well. But, yeah. Got one, I got one right here. This is you gotta give, one give one to Tyler so you can play Fantasy Star with us. You know? Need a whole console yes. for that. Yeah, he, Kenny's got an extra one, right? It's not on PC. MMO, and it's not on PC. No, it's not it on PC until like next, next month. month. End of next month. Oh, okay. Gotcha, right. Stupid. Yeah, Yo. the amount of that I have is wild. Did you guys see the external hard drive? I didn't include the pictures in the outline there. I did, I did see the external hard drive. It, it looks cool. Um, I'm not too crazy about a special edition external hard drive, but uh, that console and controller, I am uh, all about it. All about I know. It. And the, uh, let's see, coming, oh, coming June 2020 is when you can actually buy it. It's not actually going to come out probably until September when the game drops. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's just um, up for pre-orders then. Yeah, and so, then we get the Series X apparently, you know, it's coming in November. So Talk, yeah, no, right. talking about talking about special consoles, right? I hope mm-hmm. anybody that's in the in the chat is praying for me. Send me good luck. I'm trying to win that Trials of Mana. Oh yeah, Nintendo Switch that uh, I tagged. That was and pretty cool. Tag, is it still going right? on? I still got to respond to it because it looks really cool. But it's also yeah. what that third party company. It was a little yeah. sketchy to me, so I just didn't. <laughs> oh, I did because with, with Square Enix, and you don't got to do anything except for repost the picture. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do hey, it." You might as well. All right, give me. You got to send your energy to Kenny, guys. We need the Nintendo Switch the spirit, spirit bomb. bomb. Yeah. Everybody send. Everybody send at home. Send in your energy. Uh, I'm just gonna pre-order an Amazon. All, all I'm gonna say is, if I you. win that Nintendo Switch, that's a Nintendo. My Nintendo will be on the market, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. The, the, the Animal Crossing fad has passed, so Nobody I don't need it anymore. anymore. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they'll become more readily available now. <laughs> all, all the, all the Actually, I, Nintendo did say they're creating, they're upping their production by 10% to meet the demand. Of That's what they said with Amiibos. <laughs> and and they kind and they kind of did, Anthony. Like you go to GameStop and it's like, oh no, they they they, they, they yeah. carry it entirely. I. I Put my foot in my mouth there, but let's oh, see. Oh man, I really, new ones. Now that GameStop's closed, if I could, I really want that triple shovel knight amiibo pack. Yeah. Oh, so order it on Amazon. Yeah, man, it's right here. I think oh, actually. Really? Oh wait, no, that's the Guardian. Oh, 
the champion amiibo set for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild collection uh, for, for the four amiibos, the four champion amiibos, which I have all separately on my shelf. Uh-huh. Guess how much they're going for in the four pack? $200. Nope, lower. Lower than what? 80, 85. Uh, very close. 86. Eighty-seven, seventy-seven. Damn it! Oh my god! And, that uh, was my best guess. Guess the amiibo. Right. Let's see, we should I do that. Say, I was gonna say eighty-seven, eighty-seven. I'd like that. Guess the amiibo. The How new inkling boy neon amiibo? green is going for fifty dollars. Okay. <laughs> That's disgusting. I know. Your Man. girl, Dark Samus Wiley, uh, fourteen eighty-eight. Free shipping with Prime. There you go. On GameStop, they're out of stock on that triple that triple uh triple pack of the treasure trove. Everything's oh, back in the warehouse. They're not selling nothing. It's on sale on Amazon, Wiley. The triple the treasure trove one with Plague Knight, Spectre Knight, and King Knight is twenty eight eighty eight uh free delivery prime Wednesday, May thirteenth. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's on Amazon. You should scoop that up now. Oh jeez. I should because that's gonna be going for eighty eight in a few months. Oh, uh, it will. <laughs> no, it's seriously like that shovel knight. Whoever, uh, our friend who won the Smash Bros. contest, who has that gold shovel knight now, you better keep mm-hmm. that boxed up. True. Oh, what, what's he, what's that worth? He opened it already. <laughs> no, they got they got that on here, Tyler, for twenty two fifty two. Whoa. Daisy, Super Smash Brothers, twenty one forty four, and free returns. What? And my Smash Bros. waifu. I love that two hundred and seventy one people reviewed the Shovel Knight amiibo. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't know. They were like it. It was decently packaged. My yeah, God, a lot. A lot of them are complaining about the package. Oh no! There's a the Japanese Mister Game and Watch amiibo goes first. Oh, pff. it was six ninety nine, but seven ninety nine also shipping. Oh my god! Oh, actually, re- about fifteen re- bucks. Not bad. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that is not too bad. That's like retail. Yeah. Oh wow! The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time uh, original amiibo is thirty bucks. That's a lot. Yeah. All right. You guys want to go to the next story? Nah. <laughs> I want to look at the Loot Goblin for twenty seven forty nine. But yes, we probably Mario should. Mario Maker Two. Yes. Mario Maker Two gets their final Tyler, update. You take this one away. We're doing the crazy episode where we all talk about. We're, we're all we all do it. You get a story. You get a story. You get a story. You get a story. So yeah, I think uh, yesterday it was announced, or was it earlier today? Uh, uh, it was I think it was yesterday. yesterday. Uh, yesterday, Nintendo announced that Mario Maker Two is receiving its final update. No more content coming after this. No. Um, it's coming tomorrow, uh, April 22nd. Um, Nintendo has announced what it describes as the final update for Super Mario Maker 2, and it comes with a huge new feature, a World Maker mode that lets you design a map and string multiple courses together, Super Mario World style. Each world That's can contain nice. up to five levels, and eight of the worlds themselves can be combined, meaning you can create your own 40-level Mario game. <laughs> That's, I want to play Robbie World. Yeah, <laughs> super robbie world i'd be fucking down with that i'd make yeah. t-shirts uh the update also includes the addition of several new enemies and power-ups including the frog suit from super mario brothers 3 the power balloon from super mario world and a mushroom that turns characters into their super mario brothers 2 sprites and lets them throw items around um that was actually pretty cool when they were talking about the super mario brothers 2 uh mushroom 
because mm-hmm. using that ability you could literally like stand on enemies heads and then pick them up like you could in super mario brothers 2 that's awesome which i played on the game boy advance because i think that was yes. actually a launch title on the game boy advance mm-hmm. it was a super mario advance 2 that's what it was called or no that you're right it was just called super mario advance maybe and then it, it was literally just like a remaster of the nes game uh yep. so that was the first 2d mario that i had ever played and i was so i was used to picking up vegetables and throwing <laughs> up people and having peach float across the screen it's a, it's a one-time thing yeah because yeah. you could play with what toad toad was playable in that one like peach yeah, and toad Toad was the and... worst character he just <laughs> he was just couldn't jump high and <laughs> sucked at everything he did yeah, he could pull up the vegetables quick. So maybe he that was his... for the really good players. Wow. That was his yeah. perk. He could pull up the vegetables quicker. That was it? I think Gosh. so. And Luigi had the really long jump. And Mario yep. was just balanced. And Peach was just OP with her not <laughs> Hover. falling ability. She could just skip half the level. Yeah. Oh, not that much. But <laughs> um, but this is That's everything rad. I wanted from Mario Maker 2. Um, I've said several times on the show that, that the lack of being able to create a full-fledged game is something mm-hmm. that is really holding it back from being the masterpiece that it could be and um i played some mario maker 2 this week and it's still really fun it's still i think it, you know i don't know about what the general reaction is i watch a lot of giant bomb content and they just weren't as into it as they were as the original and mm-hmm. i don't know if that's really fair or not because i think that it's pretty pretty excellent for what i've played i think they should have just saved it and released it on the switch for the first time because i think by the second time it came out like mario maker 2 was just like oh we saw this on the you know the wii u and it's great because we all love our wii u ports the switch because switch better uh but to cut out like a decent chunk of content from the first one and not bring it back for the second one and i don't know talking about the amiibos again i'm always talking about the amiibos of course (laughs) Why'd you guys take out the amiibos? They didn't do anything to you. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think uh, some from some articles I was reading, one of the the big issues with Mario Maker Two uh, compared to Mario Maker One, because um, it seemed like Mario Maker One had a longer lifespan than Mario Maker Two has had, um, was just because on on the Wii U, like Mario Maker was the game that people were playing yeah. on Wii U. There weren't many yeah. other games coming out that caught people's attention whereas on the switch there's been game after game after game that has been coming out and on top of mario maker 2 so other people are thinking about other games rather than just on the wii u people yeah mario maker was like the game yeah you play that or you played uh mario kart 8 or tropical freeze was great at the time or breath of the wild if you didn't have a switch Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what i played through first at a uh an interesting little story here I just found too is that Anime Expo 2020, North America's massive anime convention, canceled because of COVID. What's that? Uh, what was it's that in LA. For? I saw it was uh, Crunchyroll. Let's see. Uh, was anime Expo is with heavy hearts that we announced the cancellation of AX 2020. Our utmost concerns for the health and safety of our community. This was one of the most difficult decisions we had to do. I'm not sure when it was supposed to. Oh, blah, 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 July. Yep, as we return, we are committed to bringing you the best of the best next year as we return to Los Angeles for, looks like it was going to be in July. At least this next year's date is July 2nd through the 5th of 2021. Uh, this year's was scheduled for July 2nd to the 5th as well. But, I mean, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, I mean, but you can't, no cons are going on now, nothing's happening. You don't want to be The only thing to- that's not canceled yet is PAX West. 
Really? So September. Wow. Um, you know, waiting for the final shoe to drop, but yeah. If you remember who talks about uh the big E getting canceled around here. Oh, I would be not surprised. Yeah. You know, I, I especially I, with uh I don't either. know if you saw today, but they're saying that Massachusetts mm-hmm. is like a new hotspot. Really? Oh man, yeah. so they're down even longer. Yeah. yeah the schools I, are schools are closed for the year as of today. Yep. Oh, wow, they didn't announce that in Demphilippi. Like, it's virtual learning for the rest of their lives. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> for real? You laugh now, but. <laughs> no. Give me that microchip I want to put in my head. Mm-hmm. I just want, I, I think it's, this is just going to push me to get the VR goggles so I can finally watch my VR. Some mm-hmm. Google, Google Glass. Google, Google Glass. Just get a scouter. I would love a scouter. <laughs> you and your weak Hearthstone deck mean nothing to me. Yeah, you know, Kenny, you were. Power, power <laughs> level only 300. <laughs> you kicked my ass, man. We got to have a rematch. Have you guys been eating your Wendy's? I haven't had Wendy's in too long, man. <laughs> it's been a while for me, too. I'm going to go get that today. I had, one, <laughs> I had Wendy's last week. I can't lie. You didn't I, tell me. I, I thought we were supposed week. to tell you. I thought we were supposed to keep each other updated when we had Wendy's. Man, you, you know tell me. I tell you. It was like back to back. I had Wendy's and then two straight days of Burger King. Oh, <laughs> dang. Does yeah, Burger King make your hands hand smell weird? Burger King makes my hands smell weird after I like the flame broil, right? And I'd be yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird, like, as, long as, like, as long as I've lived, I've always eaten. Like whenever I've had Burger King, it just leaves this weird smell on your hands. Uh, but it's so good. <laughs> It's so good. I do the the Hannibal Lecter, like Clarice. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot my honey mustard. (laughs) I can really go for a double whopper with bacon right now. So so the craziness is, right, Burger King, if you download their app, it's free delivery, and they have a $13 meal, which is three whoppers, three french fries, and three cheeseburgers for $13. What? That's what? That's if you download wow, the application. When I see that ad, I've seen that ad on my Facebook, and I, I always assumed it was you choose these three burgers or these three burgers. You tell me no, it's six burgers. It's both it's things. It's the cheese, three cheeseburgers, three Whoppers, three fries. They're I know what I'm having for $12.99. Okay. Excellent. I know okay, what I'm doing right there for the podcast. How are they making a profit on that? They oh. are they are just getting these patties out the door. Why? <laughs> yeah, Huck it, chuck it, football. They've got excess patties. They're giving them away. <laughs> and by all means, technically, they are making a profit because they are already somewhat making their their normal deal is two whoppers for six dollars, right? Mm. The extra whopper, let's say that's three bucks. That's at nine dollars. The cheeseburgers, they're not whopper meat, right? And yeah. they're like. They're not even craft singles. They're price right singles cheeses, right? <laughs> Slapped on top of it. So we're so talking about three, dog food. three three cheeses <laughs> that most likely cost them two dollars to put out, right? So where where are we at? Eleven bucks and the fries? Fries are not McDonald's fries. So those fries you gotta pay somebody to take it to you and pay somebody to cook it and pay somebody to Rent the space. No, no, no. no. Grubhub <laughs> deals with the with the delivery. Grubhub does, and and because they are now not even not not even they're just placing it on my front step, mm-hmm. right? Because of Corona, I give them a dollar tip. So by all means, it's fourteen bucks. 
Oh wow, that's so generous. Oh, there you go. I'd rather just go for the drive. Eating on a budget, not because then that that defeats the purpose of me being lazy and playing Persona and getting Burger King. Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, <laughs> a rogue pineapple says on the McDonald's app they have a ten dollar meal for two cheeseburgers, two ten piece nuggets, and two medium fries. What? That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> what is that? Ten dollars for all that? That seemed pretty. What? Nice. You you make it yeah. you make it sound like a lot because McDonald's prices are ridiculous. Very ridiculously low. I, <laughs> I am boycotting McDonald's all the time. Well, ten piece nuggets I'm, like uh, ten piece nugget is seven fifty nine. Seven fifty nine for a ten piece nugget. Yeah, you get really? two ten piece nuggets for ten bucks, and two cheeseburgers oh, wait, two? and two medium fries. Well, oh, so you get twenty nuggets for ten bucks then. Twenty nuggets they make it, and two they cheeseburgers. Make it, they make it sound nice, but it's their leftover <laughs> nuggets from the bag that they feed you. The kids they, they come have those, turn. They have those put to the side. It's like the mutated nuggets, so they come out this small, and they're like, "Well, that is a nugget. It's not. It's by itself." And it has, <laughs> well, that's a nugget, <laughs> you know. Uh. Come on, you can't deny that McDonald's nuggets are way better than Burger King's nuggets. Well, yeah, Burger King nuggets are, uh, Burger King nuggets are dear and, 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 and yeah, they're not good. Burger King's nuggets. Like, whoever, whoever that's why they're, that's why they're selling ten of them for a dollar. Exactly. <laughs> no, a dollar now. Me, oh, really? Yeah, ten, ten for a dollar at Burger King. Well, you didn't hear me fuck. state that in my meal I had nuggets because if you're eating Burger King nuggets, you have issues, my friend. I am, question, I am questioning your choices in life. You know. You don't care about your health. You get me? First, you didn't care about your health because of fast food, but now you took it a step further and decided you wanted nuggets from Burger King. I'd rather take school lunch nuggets than Burger King. Yeah, school, yeah, school lunch nuggets are awful. I hated those. I did like the chicken patties, though. You know, uh, you know what? Patties patties. Oh, yeah. the, the, yes, the spicy chicken yep. patties. The Put top the two lunch, the ketchup on there. The top two lunch items. Spicy chicken patties <laughs> and the chip and the, the filet fish from school. The filet <laughs> with the cheese inside the, the filet. Oh my god, I don't know if I ever got that. Yeah, oh, I don't know if I had the filet. I'm fish. from, I'm well, I did. I went to New York for a couple years and they did the cheese inside the filet fish. That sounds right. really good, and that was crack. You guys see that meme that's been going around this week? That that's awesome. like. High school really had us eating cheeseburgers and milk at eleven fifty. Yes, I that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Talk about talk about things on social media. I would like to see with you guys. Was it a big thing on your social media? This whole the new pyramid scheme that just popped up. With what was it? It was uh, so you guys didn't have it. So no. I I have like a thousand people on my on my Facebook, and I was everywhere. It was like wildfire, right? Mm-hmm. schemes galore, right? It was like, oh, you know, a hundred dollar buy-in, and you flipped a hundred for eight hundred, and I'm like, doing what? It's a loom circle, right? A loom circle. So, like, literally, like, you need people to buy in, and people as people cash out, you move up. But in, you literally, when you make them do the math, like, almost like eighty to a hundred people need to buy in. Yeah, cash out eight hundred dollars. Like it's oh, insane. Yeah. But what's the money going like, to? Is it just to, per- to the person in the middle of the circle? Like it's like I wish I had the graph here so I could just share the screen for you guys. How ridiculous it looks. Um, it was like a circle. It consisted of almost like sixteen names, right? But the people paying the hundred dollars were the outermost circle, 
which were eight people in the outermost circle. And then from there, as you pay it in and that person cashed out, you move up a tier. And then you had to get another eight people to buy in. Like, I was like, wow. Like, of course, after the stimulus checks hit, we have a Ponzi. Of course, yeah. (laughs) Right away. Mm -hmm. That's stupid. Oh, my God. The amount of people I saw on social media doing this, I was like, you could have just given me $100. Mm -hmm. I would have bought a bunch of games that are on sale on the PlayStation and on the Xbox that I don't already own. And I would have been a happy camper. You would have been waiting around for seven hundred more dollars, and that you wouldn't have. Had. Mm-hmm. And I'll be happy, you know. Yeah. That's a uh, little definition of a uh, pyramid scheme is just the outer ring. Literal, literal definition. And I made sure, like, before anybody tried to send me a message saying, "Hey, you know, you want to try this, man? I've I've cashed out twice already." <laughs> yeah. Okay, dude. Cashed I, out twice. I, where's I, the money? I don't know if you guys saw. Like, maybe that's why it made maybe made no. You guys, I had shared like the the thing that showed a Ponzi scheme, mm-hmm. like I shared it on Facebook, and I'm like, I I made the message clear. Don't ask me because I shared this. I I know what the fuck is and and a pyramid scheme when I see it. Yeah, this, this is it. So I every single time I saw one person so desperate, like I want my hundred dollars back. Let's get it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I would laugh, react on their post, so I can only imagine how many pissed off because every single oh, yeah. time I it's like let's go let's flip a, flip a hundred dollars to eight hundred guys i'll be like no <laughs> you just lost yes. a, why would you guys guys i just lost a hundred bucks if you lose hundred bucks too then then maybe we can get our money back <laughs> yeah you know i was like it makes perfect was sense like, holy crap like people oh really are dumb with their money mm-hmm. well everybody wants a, a get rich quick scheme that they don't have to do any work like oh if i do yeah. this more money Speaking if I, of getting rich quick, what's up? Segway. You see this new Cooking Mama story? Oh yeah, Cooking Mama <laughs> drama. I don't even know what Cooking Mama drama. Ready for dindins? So, oh yeah. yeah. So it, the... Cooking Mama, it's a it's a cooking game featuring a mama, mm. and um, so this game just dropped out on just came out for Switch, but um, yeah. So here's what happened: the the developer of the game, let's see. Um, Office Create. They put out a statement and mm. uh, this is what it says. Planet Entertainment wants to explain the mystery surrounding the Nintendo Switch game Cooking Mama Cookstar. Office Create. Okay, so actually Office Create is the publisher. I mean, that was my mistake. I think Planet Entertainment is the developer. Uh, the rights holder to Cooking Mama approved a detailed game design in 2019. Uh, first playable, the game developer and Planet followed the exact approved design. That design is the exact game on Nintendo Switch, which also includes many additional Office Create suggestions, which adds gameplay value. <laughs> Unfortunately, creative differences arose as Cooking Mama Cook Star was near completion that were outside the scope of our agreement and the game design approved by Office Create. By contract, Planning is fully within its right to publish Cooking Mama Cook Star. There is no active litigation or ruling that prevents Planet from publishing the game. Cooking Mama fans have been very enthusiastic about Cooking Mama Cook Star. Okay. I, I gotta backtrack a little bit. Planet mm-hmm. Entertainment is the is the publisher and Office <laughs> Create is the developer. I'm sorry okay. for mixing that up. But essentially Office Create, they are saying that they are not happy with the fact that this game was put out. They say that it was not ready, that they were still working on it. And Planet Entertainment is like, we own the game, we can put it out if we want to, and it's fine. And I think what the current status of it is that it's not available, but they're trying to get it put back out. 
Mm -hmm. It's just very interesting to see this type of thing happen. Like you don't typically see a developer and a publisher this at odds with each other. Yeah, just not working out at all. There was a uh, piece about this I saw a couple weeks ago that people thought Cooking Mama was actually mining for Bitcoin on their Nintendo Switches because it was running so poorly that the way that the game is optimized that uh, – Whoever, I don't know if it was, uh, you know, oversight. Uh, obviously, this makes more sense now seeing that the developer and publisher were so much at odds with each other, but it just runs so bad that it clocks your system more than playing The Witcher 3 on your Switch. <laughs> but that's, wow, how, that's bad, crazy. how bad it is optimized. So people were thinking that it, like, it's got to be doing something shady. Like, it's got to be, like, mining for Bitcoin or doing something <laughs> weird to my system when it's just, like, it's not optimized. It's, that's crazy, it's yeah. And it's set up uh, very bad. got a terrible critical reception so far. I mean, oh, for... Yeah. It's got a three out of ten from IGN. You don't see that much. <laughs> That's a pretty well regarded franchise. Like it's like yeah. you know, it's sort of like overcooked, I guess. Yeah, it's like the WarioWare of cooking games for like the DS and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kind of yeah. I feel bad for the the developers that are trying to put out a good product and if they the publishers forcing them to before they're ready to. Yeah. And, Nobody Whatever. wins. No one cares. Nobody cares. It's cooking mama. Nobody cares. Nobody's it played it. It's cooking mama. Nobody it's cooking mama. Cares. I can cook for my own mama. Fucking cooking mama. <laughs> <laughs> cooking mama 2021. Everybody gives shit edition. Uh, what's, what's next? We got PS5. Cooking Dada. Cooking Dada. Cooking Dada. Oh, cooking what's that daddy game? Uh, Date my dad. Octobad? Not Octodad. It was called Dad. The dad, daddy dating simulator, or whatever. Yeah, it was like my dad dungeon. Pretty good. Um, uh, it's like sweet. Dream Daddy. Dream Daddy. Dream yeah. Daddy. Thank yep. you. Yeah, oh, I heard yeah. good things about that one. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be okay, but you know. Um. Anyway, the last story is from Bloomberg, the place where Jason mm-hmm. Schreier works. Uh, Sony doesn't think the PlayStation 5's late 2020 launch will be delayed by the coronavirus outbreak, but it will produce fewer units of its next-gen console compared to the PS4. According to Bloomberg, the company expects the new console's high specs to result in a higher price tag, which will diminish demand from early adopters. COVID-19 pandemic apparently forced Sony to change its PS5 promotion plans, but hasn't impacted its production capacity. It plans shipping Shipments of 5 to 6 million units through March 2021, compared to 7.5 million PS4 units in the two quarters following its November 2013 launch. So, like, once I saw those numbers, I was like, this isn't as big of a deal as they're making it seem. Like, they're going to have roughly 15 to 25% less than PS4s were available. Mm-hmm. The PS4s were, like, easy to get. Mm-hmm. I remember when the PS2 came out, it was wicked hard to get at first. I feel like the PS4 launched with like 250,000 out the gate or something like ridiculously low. I could be wrong about that, but yeah, it wasn't like Wii shortages because I know when the Wii came out, that was like people mm-hmm. were looking for that crazy. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. A lot of people are saying that they're thinking that it's going to be 549, 499, somewhere in that range. I think 549 would be weird. I don't. It seems like an odd number, but hmm. be 600. You think it'll be 600? Yeah. I've seen some rumors coming out today that the Lockhart, which is the like slightly less powerful Series X, is going to be revealed imminently. Maybe we talk about that next week. Ooh. Uh, I like that. But yeah, that's uh. That's what, that's... Next week. Yeah, that's it. That's it for this week. 
<laughs> Speaking of next week, that's it for this week. <laughs> yeah. So you just look forward to it. It's uh, it's good. Uh, we're all going a little crazy, but I think we're keeping it together. Uh, I know for one, I'm gonna go get some Burger King. Now. I'm you guys gonna go? Are go. oh, you gonna get Burger King? Elena's yeah. making some like garlic pasta thing. So. Oh, that sounds awesome. That actually nice. sounds much better. What that that garlic pasta thing sounds. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Anything else you guys want to say before we, uh, you know, uh, clip the proverbial uh, button off the pants? Bye bye. Oh, bye, bye, bye. bye Kate. <laughs> He's having so much fun. <laughs> Look at that. Peter's gonna come after our podcast because of why we're not. All right, this is uh, this has been episode fifty one. Thanks you guys for watching, and uh, we'll see you all again next week. Stay level. Goodbye. Bye.